You're entering the Side Mission Podcast. Three friends that love gaming and love experiencing original content and old school classics give their thoughts on the latest releases and newest topics in the gaming industry. Power up and let's get started. Welcome in everyone to the newest episode of Side Mission. As always, I'm the host, the captain of the ship, Rusty Ellis, joined by the boys, Kyle Lynch, Matt Beck, and today we're talking about the newest release for the Nintendo Switch, another exclusive, this one in the Mario franchise, it's Mario Golf Super Rush, I think that's the title, don't hold me to that, it's a very, very difficult and weird title to remember, but... Uh, came out last week while we were in Utah. We're obviously back to our normal setup today as me and Matt had to come back to the real world. Uh, but let's talk about this game that is has been a very fun game to play. It has issues, but I think as a whole we can all agree that it's really, really good. Matt, start with you. You're the Mario fan here, so tell me, uh, what were your initial impressions of this game when we first got it, we first started playing? I know we spent a lot of time in the adventure mode. What were some of your thoughts? So I actually thought that the game was going to have a difficult learning curve as I have experience with a lot of sports games. Uh, Rusty knows this with me playing MLB The Show. Oh, yeah. And I was very, very surprised with how actually very easy to learn the game is. And it's very, like, you know, new new, new player friendly. Like, it really gets you in there, shows you, um, you know, how the game's played. And it's a lot of fun. Like, the core gameplay is really well done it's, it's a lot of fun you have like your power shots and uh you got like this little meter here that shows you you know the distance of how your ball is going to go uh you can look at an overlay of the map and it really helps you out to you know figure out what club to use and like how far to hit the ball and there's just a, a lot that they add to it. It's not just a simple golf game because, you know, it's got to have that Mario spin on it where um, one of them, one of the modes that I know Rusty and I absolutely love is uh, speed rush mode, which is the big mode that they've been pushing and advertising. Um, it's a lot of fun. Basically you hit the ball and then you have your little moment of time where you can run to go get the ball to hit your next shot. Uh, you can uh, use what is called, I think, a, a special speed dash, uh, which your character does something such as like with, with Boo. Uh, he turns into this weird like floating carousel thing spinning around. Uh, Bowser Jr. rides on top of a bullet bill. Um, your uh, customizable me character that you use in the RPG mode does this really weird jump and spin. Uh, it's not really that great. <laughs> but uh, no, you it can is use not. that uh, speed dash here. <laughs> yeah, you could use that speed dash to your advantage because uh, if you hit the uh, another player, it kind of like knocks them out and gives them like a little bit of time to get up and get back into, uh, you know, running back to their ball as you're running to yours. And it's just it's it's hectic. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Nintendo is always, always on point when it comes to making their games, their sports games, their party games, all fun. And I definitely classify uh, Mario uh, Super Rush, Mario Golf Super Rush as a party game. But um, going into a little bit more into the RPG mode, which I've been greatly enjoying, um, it's a very simple story, not much to really talk about there. You're just this new guy who's joining in with this group uh, that consists of a Charging Chuck, a Boo, Toadette. And, you know, you basically go through different courses. You level up different stats, such as speed, health, uh, spin shots. And it has like a really nice RPG mechanic to it, which is something that I have been excited for. And um, as much as I do love this mode, there is some stuff there that is very frustrating. Um, I'll actually let uh, Rusty talk about that one since it was really from his point of view there. But um, I'm loving the game. 
Yeah, I'm the same. I, I've said that this game actually makes me want to try Mario Tennis Aces just because I know that's a game that a lot of people look at and say, yeah, it's overpriced. But if you can get a couple friends to play it, it's actually super fun. Um, Mario Golf Super Rush, I, w- I would classify as very, very similar to that. It's definitely a party game. Um, we'll answer the whole, you know, is it worth the money question. We'll answer that a little bit later. But uh, I think that there's a lot here, especially in adventure mode. I think that that's actually a much more fleshed out mode than I think we were expecting. Um, I believe that, you know, looking at the RPG elements, looking at the stats you can level up and different things that you can focus on when you're making your character, uh, there's a lot of customization here. There's a lot of different ways you can play here. And like you said, the game does a great job of teaching you the game. And I think that, especially in a game like golf, I'm a sports guy, in a game like golf, especially a video game about it, you've got to be able to teach the player in a way that doesn't have this ridiculous learning curve. I think you've got to find a way to make it fun, uh, to make it interesting, and to make it easy to understand because golf is a very complex sport. And I think this game does that. I think there's a lot here to love. Uh, I'm not going to lie. There's a very steep difficulty curve when you go from the third area to the fourth area, when you go from the balmy dunes uh, to the wild woods or the the wild weather woods, I think is what they're called. Um, There's a very steep learning curve there, and I think that... Maybe they went a little too heavy into uh, just the natural elements and how much the wind can affect you and the natural hazards on the course. I think that they went a little too overboard there, but it's not enough to make me dislike the game. So, Kyle, we'll go over to you now. Uh, you've played, uh, you admitted before we got on here, you've played probably the least of all three of us, but I know that what you played, you really enjoyed. I know that one thing we talked about was the course design. Uh, so that's something we really enjoyed, and so far I think that that's a big positive of this game is the diversity of courses and just the way that everything is designed and the way everything looks. Oh, for sure. I gotta say, um, this game doesn't have a whole lot of courses uh, to begin with. We don't know if they'll be adding more DLC, uh, but with the courses that we did get, uh, the the design is really really good. I think that the you know the they really make it feel alive they make it feel different they don't make it feel like you're just putting down the same holes you know every single time and i i also got to commend them for you know the way they teach you how to play you know i'm not i'm not a sports game person um golf above all other games is probably my least likely game to pick up if it were you know if i had a choice between any sports game and this game did a really good uh, a really good job of enticing someone who isn't a sports fan to pick this up because just from the trailer alone we knew that this game was going to be very different from your average you know golf game because obviously it's Mario but I think that they did you know enough to really make it unique to really make it you know like you were saying you know you can compare it to you know uh, Mario Aces Tennis but it doesn't feel like it's just a copycat party game it's you know it, it's its own thing and I really enjoy that. Um, I will say that one thing I think that, and this might be a, a minor complaint, but I, I'm not entirely uh, ecstatic about the fact that you have to completely beat Adventure Mode to unlock the courses and all the other game modes. Because let's say if you're only getting this game for a party game for like people to come over, you have to put in the work in the Adventure Mode to unlock all those courses if you want to play any of the other game modes in those courses. 
which you know yeah it's not it's not terrible but it's you know i i wish that at the beginning they would have left it open to where you could just choose any mode any course and just go right into it but overall i think that this is a solid game i think that you know especially in uh the the mario franchise it's not you know game of the year obviously but it's definitely something that i would say is worth picking up even if you're not really you know a golf fan or a sports fan in general you hit the nail on the head with one of my biggest issues is the fact that you do have to play the adventure mode to unlock everything. That is a issue, in my opinion, because there are going to be people who buy this just to play it with friends. There are going to be people that buy this just to just 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 because think back to when we saw this reveal. Right. We were like Paddle Royale golf. Who wants to play that? And. But the more we saw of it, the more we realized this could be an incredibly fun game to play with each other. We realized this would be a fun game to play with friends. And I think that there is a balance of making the adventure mode worth playing as well as, you know, having to unlock stuff in the normal mode. I think there's a balance you could have struck, and I feel like they went a little too heavy into trying to promote the adventure mode. The adventure mode's really good, but if you didn't buy this game for that, you're going to be really disappointed when you hit solo play and you realize there's no courses that you can play outside of, like, the first two, I think. So that's going to be a disappointment for a lot of people. And I think that the problem is, is that it's a really simple solution that I've thought of is why not just have you, your me creator at the very beginning. Why not just have a, have your profile level up when you play on any mode. And as you level up, you unlock stuff. So that way you can play the first few courses, learn them, get good at them, maybe play online with your friends some, but as you level up, you unlock more stuff as you, uh, achieve certain scores on certain courses, you earn more stuff. You earn more characters, maybe. You earn more courses. I feel like there's an easy way to do that, but they didn't do that. And I think that that's why that's a huge negative, is because there is a simple solution to it. There is a, or a simple start to the solution to it. So that's obviously an issue. The other issue, like I said, is the steep, the steep, steep difficulty curve, especially in the multiplayer modes. For reference, me and Matt, I would not call us incredible at this game, but I've seen Matt play. I know how I play. He's seen me play. I know that we're better than the computer. I know we're better than that. So for us to get on on Tuesday night and to lose not once but twice to the computers in speed golf mode, that seems a little ridiculous because I don't think either of us played all that bad. I think I think Matt got off to a really good start in the last couple of holes. You said you openly said that you kind of fell apart a little bit. I got off to a slow start on the first hole, but I don't think we played bad. I think for players that are still new, we're all at probably about you know less than you know seven or eight hours into this game. And for Kyle, he's, I don't even know if he's one hour in, but <laughs> but I think that. It was safe for us to say, and Matt, I think you'll agree, that we know we're better than the computer at this game, but for us to lose twice to the computer, and I'll just be open about that. Some people might be embarrassed by that. Some people might hurt their pride about that. I'll just be open, man. The computer whipped us, man. They beat us like a drum. And I just feel like that's a little, it's a little crazy to think that the computer's that good, and then the difficulty curve in the adventure mode, there's moments where I'm like, this doesn't feel possible. The other thing I want to bring up, and Matt heard all this last night, and I'll let you go on about this, Matt, but um, I don't like how in speed golf mode especially, you take a shot, and for some reason, every shot is worth 30 seconds. You take a shot, and 30 seconds immediately comes off the clock if you're in speed mode. And I don't like that. 
I don't like that at all because I don't know why 30 seconds would come. I don't know why any time would come off the clock if you're hitting your shot and then immediately trying to get to your ball. I don't know why that time would come off the clock. So, Matt, go a little bit deeper into some of your negatives for the game, and then we'll close the episode out with a few more positives because, like we've said, we do like this game. There's a lot of positives, but if we're going to talk about this game honestly and there are people out there that are on the fence about buying it, we've obviously got to be honest. So, Matt, you go ahead, brother. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely want us to be able to put as much of, you know, as much positivity, but we also have to add the negativity to this as well, because we can't make this game out to be something that it's not. But um, a couple of my, of my gripes as well as what comes from what you're talking about, because I feel like a penalty, I feel like you should only lose seconds if you lock, knock the ball off the course, like in the water or in the sand on certain courses, but definitely not because you, every time you start to hit the ball, uh, you lose 30 seconds. Like that makes absolutely no sense. But I also do want to talk about how I, I love the RPG mode, as I said before, but it does feel a little bit lackluster um, as far as like some of the challenges goes, because it feels like it's repeating itself here and there. Um, th- there's plenty to unlock there. Um, the story is... Uh, like I said before, the story is it's there. It's not great. It's not going to be memorable. Um, I know that one of the characters, Toadette, actually, she's like in the beginning, she's like in your squad in the very beginning, but she just kind of disappears off to nowhere. Like I haven't seen her since the first course. I'm like, where'd she go? This is a vital character in Mario. This is like, you know, the, the, the female Toad equivalent. So um, now I think another thing that I want to say, this is, oh, sorry, the RPG mode is I don't like the fact that the characters like Mario and, and, his, and his gang aren't customizable as far as like their outfits go they're stuck with the same outfit that you know they have when you start them off like i thought it would be really cool to see some kind of like i'm not going to call it a season pass obviously because i don't want to see that in a uh, mario game but i think it'd be kind of cool maybe to have like, a classic outfit like wario's luigi's um or a different outfit design entirely new design or just something that they wore in previous games and another negative that i have is um rusty and i tried out the online last night and when it works, it works um, without going into too much detail on that. But um, unfortunately, when it comes to Nintendo's games and we're in 2021, we're still lagging. And it's not nearly as bad as, say, uh, Super Mario Maker's 2 online lag because that was nearly unplayable, but um, unplayable. But um, it, 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 it did disrupt and it did kind of break the immersion that I was having. It was a lot of fun, but when that lag hit, like it could go on for seconds. It never went on for too long, but it's still very disruptive and distracting. Uh, th- those are mostly my complaints. I'll fix that one sentence for you real quick. Super Mario Maker 2's multiplayer wasn't almost unplayable. It was unplayable. It was awful. It was lag central it, it, the connection the connectivity issues were rampant you couldn't play a match on that and I, I don't even know if it's been fixed i haven't i was so turned off by it that i have no idea if it was fixed and i don't know if nintendo really has much of a reputation for fixing stuff like that but like i said we do want to get back into the positivity of this because this is a really good game and i i'm enjoying it personally i think that there's a lot to do in this game. I think that it does a good job of mixing up the game of golf. Uh, there's, you know, I, I think through the first three or four areas, you know, I, in the in the um, adventure mode, there's different gimmicks with each area. And I think the first area is your normal. It's kind of like the area that lulls you in a little bit. Uh, it's kind of like the Mario circuit on Mario Kart. It's kind of basic. You, you know, you you know, it's not bad. It's not great, but you know, you know, you always have a good time on it. 
Um, that's kind of how the first course is. The second one adds hitting in different elevations and hitting up, you know, hitting uphill, hitting downhill, having to figure out how to swing properly. The third one adds a, you know, a water mechanic where you've got to stay hydrated and you're in this, you know, very, very hot area. And then the last you know, area that I, you know, just recently, or I'm still on actually, uh, adds weather, adds the idea of natural hazards on the course, adds, you know, high wind and lightning. And I like that each course feels unique. Each course feels different. Now, some of those are more frustrating than others. Looking at you, lightning, because there's no need for that. I've never seen a golfer get struck by lightning in the middle of their backswing. And if, if that has happened and I've never seen it, then I clearly need to spend a little bit more time searching that on YouTube because I've never seen that. Um, but Kyle, you asked an interesting question before we got on here, and I want your take first because as the one that you spent the least amount of time, and I know that's not me trying to like call you out or something like that, but it's just it kind of just is what it is. I want to know your thoughts on this first. Is this game worth sixty dollars in your opinion, Kyle? In my opinion, I would have to say honestly, I don't. I think that the game is more worth forty dollars, mainly because. With the multiplayer being one of the biggest parts about this game that, you know, is going to draw people to it because, you know, I feel like uh, I feel like they shouldn't have marketed the adventure mode because I don't think that it's very replayable once you've already beat it. However, what is replayable is the multiplayer going and playing courses over and over with your friends. It's going to be different every time you're going to have, you know, fun. You're going to be, you know, just hanging out with your friends, playing some golf. But if that's unplayable and the story mode is not really, you know, there's not really a story there. And once you beat it, that's not replayable either. It really bothers me because, like, I feel like I paid $60 for a broken game. Not necessarily that the single player content is broken, but the multiplayer content, because that was what we were so excited for. I mean, that was the main reason I got the game was to play with my friends, because, you know, I think that that's going to be my biggest draw to it. And to hear that it's unplayable is just very, very depressing for me. And it really jars me from wanting to spend $60, whereas I, I would probably wait for a sale until it's 40 Okay, to clarify, because I think there might have been a little bit of confusion, uh, this mode isn't unplayable. I, I, I think that there is lag issues, and Matt was 100% right on that, but I think there might have been a little bit of confusion along the way. This isn't unplayable, but the lag is very frustrating. So I, I do want to put that out there. Uh, you can go ahead and continue, but I just I, do, I wanted to put that out there real quick. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, that makes a little bit more sense then. Yeah, like, Matt, Matt honestly said it best. We're in 2021. Why are we still having lag? Like... You know, I remember back when back when the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3 were a thing and like, you know, PSN was still free and Microsoft made people pay and it was so that they could use that money to better their servers. And Xbox has always had a good reputation for having good online multiplayer servers, you know, for their first party exclusives. And Sony needed to, you know, they needed to make a little bit more money so that way they could do the same thing. And so they did. And Nintendo, they left it free up until the Switch came out, and they finally said, hey, we're going to make you guys pay. Seeing how it went with Microsoft, where I paid for their services, and they're really good. PlayStation services, pay for them, they're really good. 
why am I paying for Nintendo services where every single game besides Smash, and that's that's a big if because a lot of times when I try to play Smash, it lags. Why am I still lagging with every online Nintendo game? That bothers me so much because it really doesn't make me want to play games online on you know the Switch. And if I'm not playing online, why am I paying for the service? What's the point? You know, if you're not going to use the money to make your service better, to strengthen your connections and make it so that way. You know, we're not lagging. I just, I, I can't really justify it. I think to kind of go off the question, and I'll let Matt answer here in a second. Um, personally, I, I think paying sixty dollars for this game is much more palatable than paying sixty dollars for Three D World. Um, that's just me. I personally think it's more palatable. I do think that if this game had come in at fifty, it'd be much more reasonable. And I think at forty, this game's a steal. This game's a real steal at 40, I think. So I think if you were to go to GameStop, trade in a couple games, and pay like 40 bucks, I think that that's a steal, and you're going to get your money's worth. I think at 60, you're going to get your, your money's worth, and that 60 is much more palatable, like I said, than 3D World, because it's not a port, it's original, and I do think they're going to keep a steady stream of DLC coming into this, into this game. So I think that in the long run, it'll be worth that money. Uh, Matt? What do you think? I think that me and you, I, I would imagine that we are in the same on the same wavelength here, um, but I'll let you answer for yourself, obviously. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that the game is worth the $60 that I paid for because, uh, you know, I played it, you know, since we got the game, I played it just about every day. I, I played it on the plane on our way back, and it's it's very enjoyable. Um, it, it, it does have its shortcomings, but literally, what game does not? And I mean, last night with Rusty and I were playing online outside of the lag, it was a lot of fun. Now, what I definitely hope to see to make the you know the sixty dollars prize one worth it is I do hope to see a release plan from Nintendo as far as new courses and characters, uh, maybe like online tournament modes like with your friends because it's a little lackluster on modes as well. But you know. Uh, it just came out, but unfortunately, kind of is missing some things. But knowing Nintendo, how they have been in the past, they do you know release these things, and they're always free. So you know you know you're not going to pay for it. And uh, Kyle, right quick, I pay for my Nintendo online so I can get shiny Pokemon on Sword. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, it, it's a lot. It, it, it's fun. It really is worth the sixty. Now, uh, the RPG mode, I have had my fun with it. I'm still playing through it. Um, and I actually have not played just, you know, like the regular modes outside of the RPG or online. But I mean, I'm going to um, there's there's a, like a good variety of characters here to learn and to play. Some some not so great, but some are really like a lot of fun to play. Like I know Rusty picked up um, uh, Paulina and he's been having fun with her. I, I tried out a couple characters with Bowser Jr. And, and Rosalina. So there's character that has different stats, speeds like, you know, uh, when they use their speed dash, some, some work really well, some don't, but that's what I like to have is I like to see that type of variety. And, there, and there's a lot here in, in characters that I didn't even think would be in a game like King Bob-omb or, or however you say that. But to me, yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely think that it was worth the 60 and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how Nintendo supports the game in the future. Yeah. Pauline is 100% going to be my main by the way, because Waluigi was freaking unplayable and terrible. So uh, that's kind of where we're at. I think with Mario golf super rush, I think we can all agree. It's a really, really good game. Um, it's got some issues. So the hope obviously is that these issues gets fixed. Cause the good thing about a lot of these issues is that the biggest issues are fixable. I think, I think that the lag is, they can fix their servers. That's possible. I think a steady stream of DLC, 
they can fix that. Obviously, there's only so much you can do about having to unlock the courses in adventure mode, but again, I think that the adventure mode is worth playing through, so even if you didn't buy the game for that, my advice would be play through it, and I think you'll learn that it's pretty addicting, and, and you can get really engrossed in playing the different challenges, learning the different techniques, uh, and leveling up your me because uh, you know we haven't mentioned it yet, but you can also use your me in online play. So the more you level him up or him or her, the more you level them up, uh, I, you know you can actually then use them in online. And I think that's pretty cool that you can use your me in online play, and that's something that I might actually try out the next time I play because I haven't done that yet. But Again, that's just our opinion. I think this is a good release from Nintendo. This is a good chill game. And I like that the last couple of games we've talked about have been more chill games because when you talk about Resident Evil Village and Returnal and Hitman, uh, there's those are intense games. You need games like this and like Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yes, I threw that in there. I was able to shoehorn that game into this episode somehow. But when you have games like that, they're, they're, they're good palate cleansers. And you need games like that, especially when a lot of games that come out now are really intense, really over the top. You need games like that that are more fun. You're playing them to enjoy it. You're playing them to relax. So uh, just our opinions, but that'll do it for this episode of Side Mission. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Side Mission Pod and check out our YouTube channel for older episodes at Side Mission Podcast. For the boys, Kyle Lynch, Matt Beck, I'm Rusty Ellis. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Side Mission Podcast. Keep up with new episodes and download your favorites in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.